1: He's our president, and I would rather he not be taking something that has not been approved uh, by the scientists, especially in his age group and in his, shall we say, weight group, what is morbidly obese, they say. (laughs) Whatever. Whatever. Oh,
3: I... I'm sorry. I've got to start with. I love the malevolent old witch pretending to just be sincerely concerned. He, he is our president. Oh, please! So I'm concerned since he's old and fat, right. <laughs> morbidly obese, <laughs> they say. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! That was one of her all time greatest I hits. I love that clip. <laughs> he is our uh, my our president, so I'm worried about him. <laughs>
0: I don't know much about this drug the president's taking. I haven't spent any time reading about it because I'm not taking it. My kids aren't taking it. So I haven't read anything about it. But um, hearing all day long that you shouldn't take it unless you're in the
3: care of a doctor, the president is in the care of a doctor 24-7. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Some of the best doctors in the world. There is some speculation that he's not even taking it. He was just trolling the media. That's what Joe Scarborough says that there's no
0: way a germaphobe, uh, like Donald Trump with all the things that he worries about is taking some
3: drug unless he has to. I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know that either. He knew Trump pretty well back yeah. in the day, yeah. but I don't know. I don't, and I don't care particularly.
1: As, morbidly obese they say
3: morbidly as, obese they say
0: i'm to start doing that with people you're uh, a little heavy they say
1: morbidly obese they say
3: you're uh kind of stupid they say <laughs> wow has the president responded via twitter or anything like that
0: i don't think he has you no? Well, I, I expect him to that's my favorite clip of the day though
3: yeah morbidly obese they say oh boy <laughs> Forget murder hornets. Giant gypsy moths could bring serious widespread damage to the U.S. Now, if I put a gypsy moth and a murder hornet in a box to watch them fight, is that uh, cruel? or? Uh... I don't know. I do not know. These giant gypsy moths are 50 feet tall and a wingspan of 100. Let's see. How big are they actually? I just, I'm getting a little tired of the media throwing hobgoblins at us to terrify us to get us to tune in and or click. I am told that an infestation of this moth would really endanger the agricultural and horticultural industries of the state of Washington and seriously threaten the economic well-being and quality of life of state residents.
0: Well, I heard a story today on how Prince Harry and Meghan are celebrating their second winning anniversary, and I thought, oh, okay, we're getting back to normal. Yeah. Things are getting back to normal if they've got time to report on that. Yeah, so I guess you take that as good news. I think, is
3: it the... Uh... That and scary bugs. Is it the moth phase or the kind of caterpillar-looking phase that's that's the problem? I don't know. I'm not an entomologist. Uh, They can completely defoliate trees, end up looking like your cat. Jack shaved his cat last night for some reason.
2: shaved the cat. Oh, okay.
3: I'm not a cat shaver. All right. (laughs) Uh, Completely defoliate trees, leaving them weak and more susceptible to disease or attack by other insects, says the Department of Agriculture.
0: And I'm here to tell you, your cat shaved will horrify you. Your cute cat that you find comfort in would horrify you if it was shaved and stepped around a corner in the night.
3: What does it look like? How would you describe
0: it? Well, first of all, like I said, they're so much smaller than you think. Mm -hmm. They're like a large rat. They look like a
2: rat, like a really scrawny rat. They seem to be covered entirely of what I can only describe as elbow skin. That's Uh, pretty good. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. that's pretty good. You've
3: shaved your cat as well. I'm sorry, what's that? (laughs) To uh, do something. I don't know. Uh, But yeah, a shaved
0: cat is not a a pet anyone would have.
3: Oof. But they left the, the head hair on and the, the the foot hair, the boot hair. Yeah, looks right? like he's wearing and the, boots. And the tail, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, and the tail. Yeah.
0: How charming. Yeah. The lion, I think they call it. Yeah. Because that's the way lions are, more or less. Yes, I've seen them. Anyway.
3: <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, part of a really interesting article from... Time.com, which has actually been doing some non-terrible journalism lately. I don't know if they hired somebody or fired somebody, because for the longest time, Time was just a depository of idiotic mainstream media, worst sort of dumb people uh, fiction, liberal fiction. But they've been doing better lately. Uh, Here's Dr. Scott Gottlieb uh, writing a piece uh, all about the various tests that are available for the Chinese uh, bat fever. And uh, which ones work better and faster and how we can use this one that way and that one this way. And it's it's, it's all pretty thought-provoking. Uh, why don't we post it in com if you want to read it. But um then he gets to the part that's really, really smart but just so disgusting. He said, we need a third layer of tools that allows, well, I'll read the whole sentence. To enable widespread screening of most healthy people, think of a workplace that wants to screen its entire workforce on a regular basis. We need a third layer of tools that allow quick and accurate screening of large populations. Mm -hmm. For these tasks, you want machines that can screen many people with a high degree of precision, even if they don't have any symptoms. Consider a model. If you're eating breakfast, or, 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 or just put down your spoon, all right? Trust me. Consider a model where employees would spit in tubes and then the samples would be pulled together. Who and- gets the job of collecting <laughs> the employee spit every morning? Hey, good that- news, Dad. I got a new job. Was <laughs> that what you do as receptionist or- I'm a receptionist? I'm a spit pool aggregator. He's <laughs> a <is> sick enough. <laughs> they, the, so everybody in your company would spit in tubes, then the samples would be pulled together. Oh, they put them all together? Oh, that's so gross. It, I don't know it, why, but that is extra 50 gross. 50 or 100. I tell you what. So I'm, you I'm gagging. Have... I'm gagging over here. So you
0: work in a big office. Yes. He got like a half a gallon of combined oh, Lord, spit. Don't even. Now, what am I supposed to do with this?
2: <laughs>
3: Spittoons are going to make a comeback. <laughs> I put it in the blender and then. I'm seriously gagging as I discuss this. I, that is I did gross. The, the, one of your uh, genetic tests. Oh, that's gross. And, and I had to fill a test tube with my spit, and it was gross. Anyway, here's the deal. Then th- that pool of horror would be tested overnight to see if anybody has the coronavirus. And if the answer is no, you go about your business. What if the answer is yes, though? Well, then you
2: test everybody individually. Oh, okay. But if everybody's no, you don't waste your time and money because you know the 50 people that were in that saliva smoothie. So then you can <laughs> go to those 50 individuals and say, "Hey, we need to we need to you do know, some further." Sean, I have. A suspicion that you said that
3: merely (laughs) for the purpose of using that that phrase. saliva smoothie? (laughs) And now you said it again. (laughs) So, So, yeah, exactly. You would divide people into pools. You'd be in pool C. Hey, we have a positive in pool C. Everybody in pool C, get down to the nurse. So the hawker soup comes back. And you got... (laughs) I'm sorry. The what? Now, you child... Hawkers. But sue. doesn't that <laughs> great but, does, Scott.
0: but doesn't that tell you that This is
3: a new low, yes? <laughs> but so what wouldn't So I, they come back with the Rita. <laughs> oh, all right. All right <laughs> what is that? that is enough. That so, as the only adult in the room, I'm calling it into it. Yes, your question? But I
0: but wouldn't you have to lock down everybody then? So we know one person in this group in the, you know, in our workplace has got it. Yes. You can't just wait several days to to find out who it is, can you? As we continue to breathe each other's air and bump into oh, each other. Oh no, this and-
3: stuff is an overnight test. You have the results, you know, bright and early, or even that evening, and then uh, everybody in that group gets uh, gets retested in the morning. And and actually, part of the rest of the article by Scott Gottlieb is talking about these tests that are they're quite accurate. That you get results back in like ten minutes, mm. um, but they're more expensive, and and so then you gotcha. use that so. So it seems like oh, a pretty that solid idea. That's still, though, that's, uh, that'd be something. if I, I,
0: You'd you'd have to hire somebody. You can't assign that duty to someone who took the job with
3: different expectations. <laughs> new guy. New guy does it. Whoever's the it's newest employee. Sorry, Jim.
0: <laughs> but I'm <laughs> vice president of sales. Sorry, you're the new guy. Go around and collect <laughs> I, everybody's
2: spit. I got another one. You guys want it? No. Okay. Okay. How good is it? I think it's pretty good. <laughs> Yeah. Sean says it's pretty good. It's maybe probably she, pretty good. Maybe
3: you should just tweet it out or write it down
0: or. Hey, make
2: it. hey if it makes you grin, leave it in. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Michael is ruled. Go ahead. You're on Flemichino duty today. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. All right. We're moving on now.
0: Oh, oh Seriously, though, if that's being proposed as an actual thing that would happen. Oh, absolutely. Yes. yes. I can't imagine. Let's put aside the logistics of it. I can't.
3: I I don't think I, I don't think that's easily put aside. Well, th- let other people be in charge of it. Then you oh, are man. not the man for the job. Oh, <laughs> uh, we need a volunteer for what? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's going to help us all stay healthy. Well, that sounds good. We'll that's tell right. you after you volunteer. <laughs> well, that sounds good. I'm pro health. Excellent. Oh, hey, speaking of, uh, listen, I don't want to talk talk about the Chinese bat fever the whole day, but. Uh, th- I saw a chart that just blew my mind. Um it-, it had to do with states that have a lot of restrictions, states that have very few restrictions, states that have uh, a lot of coronavirus deaths, states that have very few per capita. And the relationship between the, the-, the policies and the deaths and the rest of it, it is a real head-scratcher. So we can tell you about that this hour. Cool. And what is the lockdown doing to brothers and sisters?
0: Just saw something interesting on huh. that. Okay. Uh, I know uh, I know my household. Stay tuned to our text line 415-295-KFTC.
1: Armstrong and Getty.
2: The Armstrong and Getty show.
1: New York Mayor Bill de Blasio said yesterday that he has ordered the police to stop people from partying outside bars amid the coronavirus pandemic. Though, if de Blasio really
0: wants people to stop partying, he should just show up. Hey, you no. Know, you're no fun,
3: is his message. No, he is not.
0: <laughs> How many excuses do you make to yourself every single day? To myself? Or to or, or others. How many do you make? Uh, stay tuned for that. They have this statistic. It's a surprisingly high number. Hmm, it'd be something to be avoided, I think, but
3: yeah, the, about it. the distinction between an excuse and an explanation is a fine one. Do you have a definition? Maybe you should bring that to the table.
0: Um, I don't know why
3: I took that tone.
0: I <laughs> would go with if it's not the real reason, it's an excuse. Oh, That's okay. what I would say. All right. To myself. That's what I'd say to myself.
3: Yeah. 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 Okay. Oh, we can talk about that at some point. You know, as long as we're taking shots at Bill de Blasio, what time is it? Yeah, we're great. Yeah, Sean, hit us with the clip number 40, would you? In some places, and this is the measure of bad leadership, lockdowns are becoming more restrictive, not less, and much, much weirder. In Illinois, for example, J.B. Pritzker, an aging 'er ne'er-do-well, who bought the governor's title a year and a half ago for $172 million in inherited money, has issued yet another emergency order. This time, Pritzker vows to imprison business owners if they try to reopen. Meanwhile, in New York City, pothead Mayor Bill de Blasio has announced that anyone who dares to swim will be yanked out of the water, of course, because the virus spreads so easily in the ocean, pothead Bill. In Los Angeles, as we told you on Friday night, the mayor there has told beachgoers they can walk on the wet sand totally fine, but not the dry. Dry sand is dangerous.
2: That's a good one.
3: Yeah, there was a lot of good stuff. Then he talks about how uh, the Florida mayor announced that you can play tennis, but only singles and every other court. You can't have people playing on the next court, and you're not allowed to touch each other's balls, which uh, got a lot of uh, attention, as you might expect. No way. From the childish childish among us. Uh, But it was good. But the one thing he claimed, that it was interesting, uh, Tucker claimed this as a picture of uh, Gavin Nussolini of California was up there and, um, and and Megan Whitmer from Michigan and de Blasio and Cuomo and oh, oh the geek for oh, J.B. Pritzker and, and the guy from Colorado, I think I'm sorry, his name is flitting out of my head. I can't memorize all 50 governors who has the time. But anyway, he claimed none of these people. He said they're all empty people. With holes they need to fill, and they filled them with authoritarian leadership. Interesting. Should probably get the clip. He said, "None of these people, not one of them, has a functional relationship with their father." Wow. And 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 I thought, how, how did they? How did he know that? Well, hell, if I know, I, he didn't say. And if you followed up on that later in the show, I missed it because I had some personal stuff I had to take care of. I didn't watch the whole thing, but um, I thought that was a hell of a claim. Maybe we can grab that clip and talk about it later. But no. I, I thought that was. Uh, thought provoking at least. Uh, so speaking of restrictions, your states with the fewest restrictions, uh, Iowa, I'm cut, I'm, I'm counting down slash up to the number one least restrictive state. Iowa, North Dakota, Arizona, Montana, Wyoming, Utah, Missouri, Idaho, Wisconsin, South Dakota. Um, any outliers in there? Wisconsin, Missouri are not gigantic Western states. I've
0: lived in like half of those. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Kind of places I'm from.
3: The states with the most restrictions, uh, counting uh, to the most restrictive, uh, Connecticut and Michigan are tied, Then New York, New Mexico, which is purely a function of the fact that the governor is extremely liberal.
0: Isn't that something you just the politician that gets to make the decisions?
3: Right, I mean, New Mexico, geographically, in terms of population density in every way, is very much like North Dakota, Arizona, Montana, Wyoming, Utah, sure. um which are the least restrictive states, but yeah, uh Washington, also the most restrictive, and uh, for similar reasons, now they had the big outbreak in the old folks home, but since then Washington has been very placid in terms of the Chinese bat fever, but it's very liberal and and government control is welcomed. In blue states, Hawaii, likewise, uh, Vermont, Massachusetts, uh, District of Columbia, Rhode Island, and Illinois, home of J.B. Pritzker, my home state, the uh, the most restrictive. But the um, the part of this that I found really curious, um, and this was done by Wallet Hub, which <clears throat> does all sorts of stuff trying to get you credit cards, and but they do a hell of a lot of polling and data analysis as well. And they not only ranked the states by restrictiveness, but then they, they offered up a graph. And because it is graph a graph, it is obviously a visual. I will attempt to explain it to you, and we'll post it at armstrongandgetty.com. But it's a graph that lays out on the vertical axis COVID death rates uh, per capita. Obviously, the higher you are on the chart, the more deaths you have per capita. And then the horizontal axis is fewest restrictions from the fewest to the most. And you would think just at the very first blush, fewer restrictions would mean more deaths per capita.
0: And you might be willing to put up with that for the economic benefit and lifestyle benefit and all that sort of thing. But right, you, it's you a think that there, yeah, there might be some
3: relationship. Yeah, but they plot out few restrictions and high death rate, few restrictions and low death rate. Uh, many restrictions, high death rate, many. And it's the array is just. And the states involved are just, it's, it's, it's quizzical. It's difficult to understand, uh, to see any relationship. But there's no clear relationship. No, nope. Absolutely not. Oh, no, darn. Not that I've figured out anyway. I mean, you have clusters in every single quadrant. Low restrictions, high and low death rates, as if it's randomized. Uh huh. And, and vice versa. Again, we'll post this for you at ArmstrongandGetty.com. You can look for your own state uh, on the chart, but it's a, it's a head scratcher.
0: Making excuses and sibling rivalries, among other things, on the way.
1: Armstrong and Getty.
2: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: Wally, asked that Haskell boy over.
0: Eddie Haskell? He seems like a nice kid.
1: You call me mom? Yes, Wally. Good yeah. morning, Mrs. Cleaver. That's a very pretty dress.
0: Wow, that's an early Eddie Haskell mm. from Leave it to Beaver, where he sounded like a little kid, not the high school kid he was in later years. Eddie Haskell died yesterday, if you're a fan of Leave it to Beaver. One of the, uh, he was a um, a type, right? He became a type for a certain generation. Yeah. Of the kind of phony...
2: The troublemaker who put on the angel halo when any yeah. adult was around. Exactly.
0: We've all known those types, whether at work or at home. Indeed. Uh, Joe, see if you can follow this sentence from the news. Okay. The Oregon Supreme Court late Monday halted a judge's order earlier in the day that tossed out statewide coronavirus restrictions imposed by the governor.
3: Oh, the old triple reverse. <laughs> Wait a second, let me I've actually been following this story. But it went back and forth like three times in that sentence. Yeah, you know, we are discussing out-of-control governors. Old Kate Brown has gone nuts. Well, listen to this.
0: So ultimately, they ended up in a place where they're not going to, uh, to, to open back up as fast as some people wanted. There are new shortcuts for us to return to life as it was before the pandemic. Moving too quickly could return Oregon to the early days of the crisis when we braced our hospitals to be overfilled. Well we were bracing for something because we didn't have any knowledge of anything. Now we have all kinds of knowledge including the fact that there are no cases around. To react like we re- act, to react the way we did before we had any of this knowledge is stupid.
3: Right. Right. Especially, Especially moronic. Given the fact that Oregon's uh, per capita death rate is, all, is among the lowest four or five in the country.
0: We I mean, going go back? They
3: got no problem. We risk going back
0: to the days when we were bracing for the hospitals to be overfilled. But that turned out to be unnecessary. Why do you want to go back to something that was unnecessary?
3: I know. That's really weird. What I a know. weird way to... T- that was supposed to be logical. Like a logical... Dis- okay. Whatever. yeah. Hey, just one follow-up on that chart I was talking about a moment or two ago. Oregon is almost in the group of many restrictions and low death rates. They almost meet; are in the top tier of that.
0: Which they would make the argument that because of our restrictions, we have low death rates. Can yeah, you but say the chart shows that that's not always the case. No, so.
3: and some of it seems to be reactive. I mean, there are some states where they have a lot of restrictions because they've had a hell of a lot of deaths. There are other states that are clearly very restrictive because they're very liberal. But you're kings of many restrictions and low death rates vermont hawaii maine kentucky curiously enough uh, washington north carolina and california
0: um might get to this later jonathan turley out with a piece today he's 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 an old liberal i would put him in the, the like in the classification of like a bill maher he's like an old school liberal and he's really disappointed in the new ACLU. He used to speak at their gatherings and, and, and has been a card-carrying member forever and now says they're just completely out of control.
3: Well, I'm glad to hear that because I used to be a supporter as well as yeah. a First Amendment freak. It's
0: the but, American Civil Liberties Union, if you don't know that, but uh, maybe that more sounds on that sounds like later. a
3: good thing. They've gone completely nuts.
0: Yeah, he said it's been taken over by, uh, well, the the loudest donors are now controlling their politics. And he's really disappointed. They don't they no longer stand up for, for instance, free speech. Right. Um, how many excuses per day does the average American make?
3: Several. Um, let, let, me,
0: I'm let me pay this off because I don't have much info just because I teased it. And if you have kids, you might be waiting to hear what I was going to say. I don't have much info. It's just it's a it's a, a conversation starter. Is the pandemic taking sibling rivalry to another more feral level? Or is so much enforced proximity between sisters, sisters, brothers, brothers, brothers and sisters? Uh, causing stronger bonds than they've ever had before. I don't know. You tell me about your household. I'd say in my household, it's about the same as it always was. O- only every day is the weekend. Mm. When at some point you realize they've had enough of each other and you've got to get them doing separate things. Right. Or they're going to kill each other. Right. But I don't think it's gone. Well, I don't think it's like made any lasting change. I don't think. Mm. Um, The idea that it's taken us back to some, what did they say? Feral? Feral. I don't know. Like wolf packs, um, so uh, in a moment, how many uh, excuses the average American makes every single day, and uh, see if you fall into that category. But we ought to tell you about Simply Safe because you know what they do? They've got a home security system that is absolutely danged awesome. How awesome that U.S. News and re- Report said it's the best overall home security of 2020 that's the one you want because you can install it yourself and it's not very expensive
3: yeah so no you know hundreds of dollars installation charge no long-term contract everything you want you know doorbell cameras and alerts and motions just a great home security system without all the negatives of the traditional way
0: order online with the click of a button open the box place the sensors plug it in your home is now protected around the clock no long contract about 50 cents a day uh, free shipping, 60 day money back guarantee. You really can't go wrong here.
3: Go to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Get free shipping, 60 day money back guarantee. Simply is spelled S I M P L I. I at the end. Great, Scott. Simplysafe.com slash Armstrong uh, to make sure they know we sent you. Simplysafe.com slash Armstrong.
0: What's your excuse for not calling Simply Safe? Ah. Is it a valid reason or are you just making an excuse? The what? average American will make. 2,190 excuses to validate their decisions this year. 2,100, quickly
3: doing the math, about six, six? About six, six a day. A, Very yeah. good, good for you. Yeah. You don't have to make an excuse for your math skills. I do my multiplication tables every night before I go to sleep. A poll of 2,000 Americans found
0: the average American makes about six ex- excuses daily, and among those excuses are reasons people are not practicing self-care, from exercise and healthy eating to skin care and sun protection. I think a perfect example is the one on exercise. Make sure. an excuse to others or yourself. Yeah. I'm not going to because this, as opposed to... I, tr- I try really hard to be honest about these things. I'm not doing it because I don't feel like it. Right. I'm too late. Li- it would take effort, and I don't feel like making effort. Hmm. <laughs> That's frank talk. Not, I don't have the right shoes, or it's a little hot today, or whatever.
3: One of my golf buddies sent around a video the other day to our to our big group of guys, and it was uh, it was like a quick edited a dude making fifty excuses on the golf course of why he wasn't playing well or hit a bad shot and the rest of it. And by the end of it, it was really uncomfortable. Oh, really? Playing.
0: And what would be the best thing to say most of the time? Uh, I'm not very good at this because I don't practice enough. Would
3: I'm, that be the best thing to say? I'm not terribly talented, <laughs> you know. Yeah, or I don't. I don't practice enough. Yeah. If I practiced more, I'd be better at this. <laughs> yeah. Well, or yeah. Honestly, it's a hard game, and I'm not very good at it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> why do more people say that about all kinds of different things, as opposed to is the it for our own face. psyche
3: or? Yeah, I think it, it mostly. Well, it's 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 a combination of but like why our we... own psyche and to protect our 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 you know status amongst our peers. But why do we lie to ourselves about eating and exercise?
0: Oh, you know, I ate pretty good yesterday and, uh, yeah, and, you know, I, whatever. So I'm going to have the chocolate, the warm, I understand, chocolate chip muffins that are out there. Instead of saying to myself, this is bad for me, I don't have the willpower right now to stop myself from eating this and I'm going to eat it.
3: Well, I have an explanation and then I have a feeling positive Sean has some. <laughs> <laughs> time-honored <laughs> saying or proverb that he's going to lay upon us. Uh, at least in the short term, Jack, often lying is much easier to deal with than truth. Mm. I mean, truth is deep and complex and and reveals. The, the easy lie is, it's, please, it's it's the WD-40 of existence. It's a, What was that line from The Big Chill, the treasured boomer movie of yesteryear with Jeff Goldblum and other people? <laughs> Who cares? Um, and, and a people. great soundtrack, allegedly. That well, was a good soundtrack. Um, okay, Boomer. Uh, it was about rationalizations that uh, you need them to get through the day. Everybody has rationalizations. Do you? So
0: okay, this is interesting. I've always thought they're uh, 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 bad for you, but you're saying they're 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 perfectly okay. Well, no,
3: the character was saying mm-hmm. that. I don't Do you think they're perfectly okay? Uh, like that
0: they're good for you? They they protect you from the harshness of life, or something?
3: Well, maybe. And it's tough to complex. I'm sorry. It's tough to confront the cold and complex truth all the time, every day. I mean, you're in the middle of work. And you realize, you know, I'm just not that good a team leader. I think this project is foundering because of my lack of leadership skills, and probably goes back to when my mother refused to breastfeed me, or whatever. <laughs> I mean, you can't untangle that stuff all the time. Well,
0: you don't have to go that deep, but 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 I'm as I'm thinking this through, I'm not sure. Does it do me any good if I if I if I don't make an excuse instead of saying ah, it's pretty hot today? <laughs> I don't think I'm, I'll run tomorrow. The weather forecast said it's going to be nicer today, when I really just don't feel like it. If I say to myself. I'm not exercising because I just, I don't have the sort of motivation people who exercise regularly have. Mm-hmm. Well, good. Does that, does that do me any good? <laughs>
3: <laughs> you might, well, yeah, you might get to where you really want to be sooner. I'm eating this because I have a lack of
0: willpower that other people seem to have. Does yes. that help me?
3: Yes, absolutely. It does. Because that's it, what I try to say to myself. At least it say, does for me because it builds. I mean, if I say, yeah, I deserve a treat, I've had a busy day, over and over and over again, and not just say, I eat when I'm stressed, I'm eating now because I'm stressed, Um, then I'll never get right.
0: I don't eat when I'm stressed. I I eat when something delicious is put in front of me. Why is
3: it what you just said strikes me as a massive rationalization? Don't knock rationalization. Where would we be without it? I don't know anyone who would get through the day without two or three juicy rationalizations. They're more important than sex. Ah, oh, come on. Nothing's more important than sex. Oh, yeah? Have you ever gone a week without a rationalization? There you go. That's Thank pretty you, Sean. good. Well done.
0: That's pretty good. I have to yeah. think about that. Was that Jeff Goldblum and others?
3: And other people, yeah, yeah. other human beings.
0: So 35% make daily excuses to avoid exercising, while a third will make excuses daily to avoid eating healthy. I don't think I make excuses. I just say, I'm choosing to eat this cheeseburger because I I lack the
2: will to not. (laughs) I don't know. You're a model of honesty. Well, I I don't know about in terms of the healthy eating and stuff like that, but in terms of why don't people admit that golf is hard and I'm not good at it, it's because if you've kind been takes the fun out of it. Well, if you've been at it for ten years, it might be hard to justify further expenditure. Like if I'm not good yet, what what's the point? Well, you know that, what that's, I mean? that's
0: what I was saying about when you get How down to the. How about if you've been
3: at it for like forty eight
0: years? But <laughs> well, that's the problem I have is if you get down to the root of uh, I, I lack willpower that other people seem to have. I don't see that. It hasn't been any different for the past however many decades. I don't see it changing in the future. I'm just going to continue to eat bad
3: food. You've given up on the future? So maybe the the future lies before us.
0: Maybe the rationalization is there to to just, uh, you know, to keep yourself from going crazy, dealing with, I'm bad at golf and I have no willpower. Do I want to just face that all day, every day? That's not going to change.
3: Or you could just lower your expectations. That's the one. (laughs) (laughs) We have a winner. (laughs) We have a winner. Beautiful. Uh, I thought that was interesting stuff. Yeah. Too much blanking perspective.
0: Um, Let me look at this. 48% rebuild They go to excuse. Okay. Pardon me? Five most common excuses. (laughs) For not doing various things. I forgot. It was inconvenient. I don't have enough time. I can't afford it. It's a good one for like eating right mm. i'm too tired
2: yeah oh boy is that an excuse i guess well i use that one for like exercise and stuff probably yeah i'm too tired to do it
3: yeah yeah all right what's our excuse for running this late in this ah! segment
0: yeah not looking at the clock right uh text line four one five two nine five kftc
1: Armstrong and Getty
3: government has declared them essential. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Quick
0: aside, I don't know if this means much, but is the perpetual impeachment continuing? On Monday, the House filed a brief with the court that it is pursuing new articles of impeachment based on the Stone and Flynn cases. So we'll see if that actually means anything, if that's just a paperwork thing to keep it alive or what. Wow. Wow! It may just be <laughs> really. It may just be keeping the, the, the thing alive in case they need to, as opposed to they they've got an actionable plan going forward. But, uh, but what I wanted to talk about is Jonathan Turley tweeting about the ACLU. This is what he tweeted: The American Civil Liberties Union. Uh, how would you describe them in in the history of modern America?
3: they oh, they've been crusaders against incursions against the Bill of Rights. Honestly. Um, they often well, they used to have a left lean, but only in terms of resisting government overreach, which, you know, for a number of years when when Nixon or Reagan was in the White House, that felt like a left lean. But they would also back in the day uh, hammer away on first um, uh, incursions against the First Amendment, for instance, uh, by by lefties.
0: Um, Jonathan Turley tweets, Many of us who have long supported the ACLU have grown alarmed by its abandonment of core principles in the support of civil liberties in favor of support of what seems like a more political agenda. The ACLU is now opposing due process rights at our colleges. And he gets into that whole oh, that whole Title thing. IX crap. But uh, I'll just read the uh, the first paragraph. For many of us who have been long supporters of the ACLU, um, we're bothered by what seems like this political agenda. Under the leadership of the current president, they've dropped their support for unpopular causes while aligning itself more closely with the Democratic Party's position on issues ranging from immigration to sexual harassment. I've spent my life supporting the ACLU and speaking at its conferences. It has been very painful for many of us on the old guard as these political advocates have taken over the board uh, and organization. That has been... Um, Evidence as the ACLU moved to develop a more nuanced approach to hate speech and free speech, uh, which really
3: bothers Jonathan. More Turley. nuanced, yeah. yeah, right, right. Free speech—you get to choose what speech is allowed and what's not.
0: Free speech protection was once the touchstone <laughs> of the ACLU, which was fearless in its unpopular advocacy. That's where they would get in. Uh, you know, a lot of people would uh, hate the fact that they would stand up for any free speech, mm-hmm. and um, but now they don't. Uh, and then he gets into the, uh, the college. stuff. Oh, this is a good example also. Um, it is now an era of open retreat for the ACLU on uh, gun rights. Despite the right to carry being a constitutional right, the ACLU has indi- indicated that it will not support the right to lawfully carry weapons at protests, for instance. There you go. Good for instance. And then he gets into the shocking filing by the ACLU to oppose due process rights for students at our colleges and universities. The whole Me Too thing.
3: Right. Where students, particularly male students, are assumed guilty until proven innocent, which is an impossibility. Therefore, everyone is guilty.
0: You know, this gets to my, and this is thorny, like 400-level complicated stuff that I've been reading about. But why we put so much uh, uh, investment emotionally into who's the president. Because we don't have these institutions anymore that are separate from the parties. Right. And one example that uh, this, this article I was reading used was the and uh, N- NAACP, for instance. There used to be a bunch of organizations that were their own thing. Sometimes they aligned with, sometimes they might mostly align with one side, mm-hmm. or sometimes, or go back and forth like the ACLU. But now, almost all organizations, NRA is the other good example. They're seen as just a Republican thing, and they support so many, blah, blah, blah. blah. So... Everything has gone into parties, so we don't have these ways to uh, disseminate our feelings and our needs into these organizations. It all just goes to party politics, partisan politics, and then ultimately to the presidency. Yeah, wow. That's it's really, a good point. It is really interesting. The ACLU is just a lefty organization. The NRA is just a Republican organization. N C W A NAACP is just supporting Democrats, for instance.
3: Yeah, yeah. I think that's a good example. You know, back to the the censorship thing in the ACLU, It's there's just no denying, and you know, I've read a lot about this. This is more 200-level stuff, um, that most of the censorship in America came from the right uh, for a very long time. Yeah. 20th century, there's way more censorship than you, you might guess, especially in the first half. But it's unquestionably from the left in the 21st century. And the ACLU ought to be just hammering the left. Can't stop the hammering. No, they would start the hammering. Um, Stop the hammering! Again, I say start the hammering. They ought to be hammering the crap out of the left if they were anything like uh, adhering to the principles. But for the reasons you are just talking about, no, they're pretending it's not happening.
0: Man, when the older, old left guard like, like Bill Maher or Jonathan Turley, that crowd, when they're gone, there'll be nobody that even remembers that uh, people used to stand up for free speech, for instance,
3: regardless. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny, Turley, uh, that piece ought to be bookended by the Matt Taibbi piece we were talking about yesterday, and and there's more to it that I want to chat about a little bit today. The headline is Democrats have abandoned civil liberties. It's as plain as that. Instead of being the Freedom Party. And listen, there's (laughs) there's so much truth to this. I hope I hope it makes sense to you. They've gone from the. We need Freedom Party to the we want to crush the opposition and mold the world to our ideas with our mighty hands. And that's, you know, the the group in power always wants to exercise more power than they should. And the group out of power is always saying we just want freedom, what's good and decent. And a lot of it's sincere. But then when they get the power, they act just like the bastards who they took the power from, which is why you don't give the government a lot of power. You have to but reach, I'm wasting my breath.
0: You have to reach a certain age to have gone through that a couple of times right. to recognize it, though.
3: Right.
1: Armstrong and Getty.
2: I will call upon you to do a service
3: for me. Play the Godfather. Now at com. Welcome to the family.
1: VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck Yeah.